0: you've noticed that yeah if you like listen to ours and then you listen to another podcast right after oh yeah ours is too low
1: well I'm so i've la- been
0: trying to figure out between adjusting the levels while we record and adjusting the levels in the software how to get it to the right volume which i think i figured out but it makes sense that you said that yeah i, I noticed the same thing
1: well I've, i sounded like a normal podcast the, like the loud and then you were like far away and like murmuring. and i was like what I'm a shouter. why am I a shouter?
0: you are hard to you are hard to deal with because you are either extremely loud when you laugh or like yeah. make a sound or you're extremely mumbly and really really quiet. This is an amr podcast i have a more middle middle range. It's easier
1: you're more bassy
0: yeah well i i there's there's other ways around this. I'll work on it but,
1: okay well, mm-hmm. welcome to how to record things.
0: Yeah, that'll probably just be the part at the beginning that I fade in on that no one will hear. Very good. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I always Love like that. having that part anyway. <clears throat> <Good. clears throat> Are you flummy too? I'm flummy today.
1: I've been flummy for like a week, so yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, good. Our uh, our last recording of 2019, first recording, first outputted podcast
1: of 2020 you got a better word for that <laughs> i don't know
0: no i didn't talk to anybody today it's one of those
1: ones oh yeah no. yeah this see, is why you're like let's do tomorrow i'm like no
0: see that was Absolutely a real that not. was a really good example of uh you being normal Very loud. and then extremely yeah. loud
1: yeah mm.
0: that's okay it'll it'll only take like 50 more episodes and you'll I'll finally you'll figure right. out how to adjust those things
1: well, no one ever like they don't teach you elocution in school. So like I'm nasal as fuck. It's yeah, but there's, like, I don't, you know. it doesn't come from the stern. Like I don't know how to project from the sternum. Right. I'm right. Right. In an empty room and I have to be like, Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: easier. no. Yeah. Well, some of it's just mic technique, you know, we're amateurs. We'll get used to it eventually. Mm. You know, like people that use microphones all the time would know to come off of it. If they when were you're doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I just don't move. I am Comfy. I
0: um, to do but yeah, first episode of 2020. I guess this will come out on what the second.
1: Happy second of January. Yeah,
0: happy happy two of 2020.
1: Ooh, lots of oh, one oh two. Yeah, there's got to be oh, zero, lots. I don't know the order anymore.
0: I'll trust our more uh, numerology and astrology literate audience members to do what they will with so we that information. Have, so
1: we should have Ulrika on the o two o two o two o two two o two o one. Oh, jeez. It's a palindrome.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait a minute. So that's February 20th. Oh, February 2nd, 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what day of the week that is. We should try to record on that day. Will's consulting his business papers.
1: No, I'm consulting the calendar.
0: I know. That's a version of the business papers. It's a Sunday. That's not bad. That's actually good. We probably will record on that day. We can do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. so... Maybe we'll do that. Also, but that's uh, the Iowa caucuses are not long after that. I
1: truly don't care, and I
0: I know you don't care. But I made a I made a tacit promise to Natalie that we would do that one with her.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which I think would be fun. We should do that. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, friend of the pod. Yeah, giver of the Hulu.
0: Yeah, giver of the Hulu. The Hulu God. (laughs) The Hulu Goddess. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, Providing the info. Going. Did someone sign in? Yes. Yeah. I changed
0: f- our profile name to Green and Lewis. Did you see that?
1: I don't use. I don't know how to use the stick.
0: Oh, okay. We got a fire stick or rather, I got a fire stick for free from my dad. It wasn't even a gift. He was just like, I don't really use this. Take it. And so I was you like, got Great. a
1: regifted fire stick. Yeah.
0: Nice. <laughs> cool. Problem solved. Oh boy. Yeah, but now we got now we got all the things. The Disney Plus on the TV is the oh. major one. Although the Mandalorian's over, and I was looking at Disney Plus today. And I was like, I actually don't care about any of this. But shit. do
1: I think the Baby Yoda is fully rewatchable? Yeah, I do. Yeah, probably. Because I didn't watch but half of them, so. That's true. I should actually watch them all. Yeah, you should go through I and watch I need to know them. Werner Herzog going, I need the baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Bring him to me. Brings me. Under the sunlight <laughs> of the fading sun of the twin stars of Tatooine.
0: You know, he did an interview about The Mandalorian oh, where, he, where he's like, they're like, oh, are you going to watch it? And he's like, no, I never watch anything that I'm in. And he's like, I will never get the Disney Plus. I've never seen a Star Wars movie wait for real he, yeah he does he, <laughs> he's notorious for like he doesn't watch movies he's never seen anything he's never seen anything that he's made and he's seen like citizen kane and two other movies or something he
1: seems mildly like touched by an angel or something like that i don't know
0: yeah i think the german accent hides a lot like if he just had a normal like american midwestern accent he might be a little we'd be
1: like we'd be like oh oh is he special yeah he's a little special
0: well you've seen the video right where he gets shot with a bb gun during an interview and, do, and doesn't flinch at all no for some reason, they're doing an interview. Who's with, trying
1: to shoot him with a BB gun? Nobody
0: knows. Okay. He's he's doing an interview on a rooftop, and you hear, like, you know, the reason I say it's a BB gun is you hear a shot, but it doesn't sound like a full-on twenty-two or self. something. It's like a yeah. puff. And then he, like, grabs his arm, doesn't really flinch, sort of looks over his shoulder, and then continues to do the interview. And the
1: interviewer, like, kind of stops and is like, what happened? He's like, I've been shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's very German. Good Lord. Okay. It appears that I have been shot on this rooftop in Brooklyn. Yeah. It is just a normal occasion for most of its denizens. And you're like, okay, well, Yeah, sure. but it's
0: really unclear, like, who was Are doing you bleeding? That. Who I, shot you? Yeah. Like, I wonder if it was like a teenager with the broomstick type of situation against you. <laughs> oh. Where they're just trying to get a rise. I mean, those people were trying to rob you. No. But what, all I'm saying is that it was just kids fucking with somebody. I don't think they knew it was Werner.
1: Oh. I don't know. You never know. Someone just sees like a bald head and a poof of of white hair and they're like, that's him. That's the, that's the bear guy. Oh, yeah. Take I, him down.
0: Whenever I see a bald head and a poof of white hair, I always assume immediately that it's Werner Herzog. That's the first thing that goes through my mind.
1: That or Santa Claus. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look like Santa Claus. No.
0: Santa no. Claus has more of like a Jufro thing going on. I think of Santa Claus as a curly-haired fellow. Is that wrong? Or am I thinking of Mrs. Claus?
1: <laughs> Who the f- fi- What?
0: Santa Claus's hair profile, man. You brought it up. He's got a hat on. Yeah, I know, but you can see his hair. No. You can't see Santa's hair in images of Santa?
1: Yeah, he's bald and he's got the little curly-cue, right? That's what I'm thinking oh, of. About the little,
0: like... you're right. He doesn't have side tufts, though.
1: He might have some poofs. Yeah. Because he's got like a mutton chop. Right. But that is a beard. So it's not mutton chop's. No, no, yeah. I'm exactly. basing uh, <laughs> Yeah I'm... no, he doesn't
0: he doesn't look like uh uh who's that president? He doesn't look like fucking
1: Andrew Jackson? Did he have No mutton chops? Andrew
0: Jackson was clean shaven, but it's around yeah. that time, yeah. There was a president with mutton chops. Somebody write in and tell me.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You're the history person. <laughs> You're supposed to know things about stuff. I know. Um I'm basing it all on the claymation Rudolph red Red Nose. You videos, are right, so... in the claymation,
0: yeah, he just has the little curl under his hat.
1: Well, then he takes his hat off when he's by the fire talking to Mrs. S. Yep. He goes, Mama, I don't know how I'll make it through this Christmas. Oh, no. He's
0: like Mike Pence.
1: Yeah. He calls his wife mother? Not mother, but Mama. Yeah. I don't like it when people do that. I have to be
0: honest. I think it's very thing. Young people do that. Like, hey,
1: Mama. You're like, "Mm."
0: To their significant other. Yeah. When have you witnessed this? I don't know. It's a thing in culture. It is not. Really? It sure is. I mean... I guess, like in a hip-hop way.
1: Yeah, hey, little mama. Like,
0: hey, mama, you looking hot or whatever? Yes. Yeah, that's different, though. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me that that's equally as weird if you really dig down down on it. It is. But, it's very
1: strange. Yeah. 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 Ugh. No. I don't like that. Don't, don't refer to other people as per- your adults? elder. Yeah, yeah that's no. gross. I mean, I refer to myself as Papa sometimes when I'm very like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, Papa wants that. Can I have that? And then it's like, oh, that's weird.
0: I think that's fair game. I mean, I don't know. It's still a little weird. I never really thought about it. I mean, I've heard you do that a lot,
1: but. Usually Papa's tired. Right. And then Daddy's got to go to work. But well, that's just funny. Yeah, because that's the rock, man. Yeah, he can
0: he can do whatever he wants.
1: Can he? Well, he's also talking to a child, so it's a little different. It's not like he's talking to Jason Statham as going, Daddy's got to go to work, and then just wallops him over the head.
0: But I think the implication in the scene is that he's mostly talking to himself, even though a child has to be present.
1: I guess. He's
0: just getting pumped up. Breaking that cast yeah, off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When's the next Fast and Furious movie come out, by the way? It's got to be soon. What? The last one was like two years ago. It was this year. What? Fast 8 came out in
1: 2019? I don't think that's correct. A Hobbs and a Shaw came out this Oh, year. Hobbs and Shaw did, yeah. I don't presented count that Presented by. Right. That's a presented by
0: Fast yeah. yeah. That's the Rogue One of the Fast and the Ooh, Furious. Wow. Rumors. I'm oh, talking about boy. the primary series.
1: Uh, it's not mainline, so it's not canon. No, it's
0: canon. It's very much canon, but I, I was just referring to the uh the main continuity, the Skywalker saga Ugh. or the Infinity Gauntlet or whatever you wanna what do you know, whatever name it's gonna get in the Fast and the Furious
1: universe. The main continuity sounds like a uh a, a trilogy like set in like the Berkshire somewhere of like very waspy white people going over Chardonnay going Did you hear about Sandra? What she did to Cheryl. Yeah, yeah.
0: <sighs> it could either go that way that of like bitch. a waspy sort of uh, family drama, or it's like a Tom Clancy novel, the main continuity.
1: What kind of drama happens in Maine that's not very, <laughs> very cocky? I don't know, or
0: like a spy thriller. Yeah, where somebody needs to go to Kennebunkport or whatever.
1: Because we're trying to diffuse <laughs> tensions in Nova Scotia maybe from it, America? Yeah, maybe
0: it takes place in an alternate 1960s and they have to go visit the Kennedys up at their estate in Maine. So they can defuse tensions over Soviet ambitions on Nova Scotia. Oh, boy. In an alternate world where Canada was communist. This is actually Isn't really good. kind
1: of communist? They have free health care.
0: Uh, yeah, but I just mean like historically, oh. Canada was not under the auspice of
1: like a, the Soviet republics. <laughs> no, didn't they try once, though? I don't know. What are you referring to? I don't Flesh know. this out a little bit. I really don't know. I thought there was some. Oh, oh no. Never mind. I'm thinking about, like, oh, America buys Louisiana, the West, from France for, like, a penny. Yeah, that was uh, Mr. Jefferson. Yeah, America buys Alaska from
0: Russia. Yeah, that's right. Alaska was the notorious purchase that was for, like, pennies on the acre. Oops. I think Alaska cost, like, $100,000 or something.
1: In what year money?
0: Uh, I think Alaska was purchased in the late 1800s. Hmm. The 1890s, I want to say.
1: Before everyone was like, ooh, some oil.
0: Yeah, well, Russia was going through a lot of tumult at the time. Tsars mm, getting was killed in the, It stuff. was in the last days of the Tsars, and they were kind of running out of money.
1: And They're like, we need some cash. This Rasputin fellow won't die. Well, they needed to
0: modernize so they could fight the Japanese off. I'm actually pretty sure. I'm kind of just connecting those dots in my head right now, so nobody fact-checked this. But I'm pretty sure that's why Russia sold Alaska to the United States. Hmm. Was that they were gearing up with a conflict with Japan and they needed the money and they didn't need territory that was nearer to the Japanese. How that is could that be nearer? Easily taken. Well, it's, you know, Russia's right right up against them, but also, like, why do you need to defend this other territory that's closer to Japan than, say, Who Moscow? Who
1: lives on that border between China and Russia? But no people, like, just indigenous peoples, right?
0: I don't know. There's probably indigenous peoples there, but a Vladivostok is the big eastern port oh uh in russia there is a really big city there really big by that area by russian standards standards. yeah Mm.
1: yeah so just 300 pound men named ivan that yeah their big burly arms roll Mm -hmm. around throwing barrels of fish Uh, yeah i don't know fish or oil probably oil what happens in port cities i don't know i don't know it's just port city yeah it's just where things go in and out man
0: we're not really a port city anymore there's Mm. not a lot of shipping that goes through new york is there
1: well it all comes through the air yeah, right. it all lanes at JFK.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. Like they, you know, you go to Fort Tilden and you see all the barges off the beach. Where are they going? Where do those dock? Is there like a place in Staten Island or like you know, way off uh, on like Long Pierce? Island where I mean? there's like a big Navy Navy pier style place? Because they're cer- certainly not going to like the old Navy Yard anymore. They don't go to Manhattan anymore. Where do they go? Uh, Bay Ridge? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's what. That Manhattan actually is. sounds fair. Yeah, but when you're down there you don't like see that. How often do you go to Bay Ridge? I don't know. I've ridden my bike through there a couple times. There's good pizza. I never
1: went to that it. That is so far. You yeah. have to wait so long. I know. Well, hmm. mm. well hmm.
0: Yep, first episode of twenty twenty. This is not gonna Going be a good gray. one. Folks. We it's were on so... a we were on a real tear mm. for a while, but yeah, it's hard. This it's late right now. It's very late. I feel like that's worth worth telling people that we're on a on a bit of a schedule squeeze for complicated reasons, so we're recording this
1: pretty late at night. Welcome to holiday week.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I thought we might do it tonight and I was all geared up before but then you came home later than I expected and I had kind of settled in. I was ready to
1: Yeah, you were wearing your terrible t-shirt and mm-hmm. ready to just watch some Seinfeld and Yeah. melt into the abyss. And I'm like, let's do this now. I don't I don't I don't I don't, yeah, you don't have I don't know what, time. I don't know what kind of time I have here.
0: I mean, there's a lot of things we could talk about, but I feel like I blew all my topics in casual conversation over the last couple of days. Uh, With you and with others. Mm. So, I don't know how much of it we want to rehash or whatever, but.
1: Got any resolutions?
0: Yeah, I do. I think Mm. I told it to you and you mocked me for it. What? It's not a real year long resolution, but I'm going to do a sober January. Mm. I have steeled myself uh, and said, you must do this. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I need, uh, you know, it's not a New Year's resolution in the sense that it doesn't matter that it's January. Yeah. I'm not calling it a New Year's resolution, really. I just feel like I happen to be ready for it and, you know, it's just linking up
1: with New Year's resolution time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, we're not like dry time, but like, you get like a beer for me. I'm like, I can have one.
0: Oh, that, you're saying that's your version temperance, of a sober, yeah, of temperance, a sober January is yeah, yeah. you can have one per day?
1: No, not even that. Just like one every one a once week in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I, I'm really. Because I think, like, cutting it off cold turkey will just make me an insane bitch. Like, I don't. I don't trust myself to be like, I'm just going to stop. Cause then I'll just be like, give me it all, all at once after two weeks. And I, I'll be I a crazy know. person.
0: I, I've been thinking about this a lot because, you know, like I have my weekly meetup with Alan, for example, that's not like getting super drunk, but it is like, you know, having the beers is part of it. Yeah. And you know, it, it moves the conversations in a different direction. And that's like a thing I really treasure that I'm going to have to figure out how to do without drinking. And I know that's not, like, a problem for most normal people, but for me, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Can I go to the bar and just, like, order seltzer all night? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm going to do because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to miss my bud. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I can, I'm anticipating that that's, like, you know, that deflates the ceremony a little bit and having to navigate that.
1: Yeah, the sharing of food or drink. You could just do dinner instead.
0: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the reason I raise that as an example is I've kind of decided that I can't I can't allow myself to do that every once in a while thing Mm. because I've done that before. Like with dieting, for example, like over the summer, I'm pretty good about my eating and my drinking. I at least try not to drink beer, for example. Yeah. But Alan is an example of where I let that slide once a week. Yeah. And usually it doesn't, you know, it doesn't cascade into anything else. But I think for the sake of this experiment and for my mind clarity, I'm just I have to just do it completely cold. Hmm. And I'm I'm literally gonna like get a paper calendar and do the Seinfeld thing of like, exit off. Oh God! Every day that you do it, I really feel like I need to give myself something tangible. Oh uh, yeah. To attach it to to make it have any stakes. It's the mm. same again with dieting with when I was like tracking my calories really furiously. Like that kind of thing really works for me. Mm. If there, you know, if there's a little device I can use to give it some stakes, I tend to be better, better at my yeah. goals. Yeah.
1: I thought about like actually doing gym things i'm i'm just old and everything hurts and i'm like there's got to be a way to fix that right yeah it is called the gym it's called fitness right. i guess i suppose
0: unfortunately for you january is kind of the worst time because all I know. the plebs everyone, sign yeah. up and everyone gets mad at you on
1: i figured yeah. i would just wait until like february yeah just but, like uh- let the first month people like die off and i'll just be like hi it's cold um and i have about three months to be like fit yeah for summer right right, right. You know, yeah, I don't know. Then I can eat more trash. I mean, come on. At the same
0: time, you know, you gotta seize the day. You know what I mean? If you feel like the timing is right, fuck all the haters and just do it.
1: No, I don't want. Mm.
0: And you'll get a first of the year deal or whatever. Oh yeah, you know they're always running those specials. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's like you got resolutions, Tubby, and you're like, fuck you. (laughs)
0: But gyms are just Ponzi schemes anyway. Oh yeah, like kind of like Netflix or Patreon subscriptions, where most of the business model is just like hoping that you forget that you did it yes and eventually you're like wait a minute
1: why am i paying all this fucking money yeah (laughs) i mean i want to do a thing where like you can like try it out for a couple days and then you just don't go back i'm pretty sure the ymca does that actually i have i still have free passes somewhere lingering in my bag oh nice
0: yeah um but i remember looking into that at a certain and i think you can go like two or three times yeah as a test period and then you can sign up or not yeah
1: i mean i would like to find a place with a pool
0: well, the why once again.
1: It's very chlorinated. I don't want to go heavily chlorinated.
0: Well, then you're not going to find a pool in New York outside of that. I mean... They exist.
1: They're just very expensive. Well,
0: yeah. And I mean, as far as the gym goes, I don't think you want to take the train or the car to the gym.
1: I think that defeats the purpose. If you have
0: to commute to the gym, you're never, ever, ever going to go. No matter how nice the amenities are or whatever.
1: There's an equinox across the street. From where you work? Yeah. Yeah, but does there's it have, two Equinoxes and i Does like, it have a pool? I think one of them does. Because Equinox is fancy, right? Oh, that's Equinox like a, is literally... Isn't it $200 a month or something? 150 Oh, yeah, but that's insane. You're not going to do that, right? I mean, if I was paying $150 for something, I'd be like, I will get my goddamn money. It, it
0: is good incentive to
1: go, yeah, but still like... like I, but that would be the thing. I would get mad if I wasn't like shredded in two weeks and then I'd be like... Can I have my money back, please? Well, God, and the whole thing about the gym
0: culture that I hate is I, I just wouldn't want the looks of being a complete amateur at oh, 31 years old and, like, having to learn how to use the machines and being, like, a flabby weakling. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, like, it scares me to death, gyms. Even yeah, a Planet Fitness or something, I'm, like, I'm not interested in, like, being around no, other thank people. You. Yeah. It's a very vulnerable moment. Yeah. So imagine being, like, a complete amateur and paying the $150 at Equinox. They I'm give like you a tight... trainer, though.
1: Do, do they? They'll, like, like the, your first, like, two weeks, they're like, we get you a trainer so you can figure out what actually works so you know how to not kill yourself. Right, right. And you're like, oh, okay, thank you. But then I'd be like, can I have it all the time? And they're like, another 150 Yeah. I'm like,
0: uh, never mind. You can have anything you want for the right price. I mean. Especially at a place like that. Do they do, like, the heated towels and yeah. stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Equinox has all that and they have Aesop and products. Ooh, that's nice. And I'm like, that's just that's it win i'm actually it might just wake up real late don't even shower at home just go to the gym to shower and then be (laughs) like i'm on time fuck everybody hey i can't remember if
0: it was on the podcast or not i think it was on the episode that we did with erica where i learned that Aesop things were expensive you didn't know this no because my mom had given it to me uh some shampoo yeah and i was just like using it like normal shampoo and you guys were appalled
1: Aesop very expensive. That
0: yeah, that I had no idea. Oh, you know what it was? It was in the context of saying, "Oh yeah, I ran out of bar soap, so I just started using the shampoo, and then I let it slip that it was Aesop. So I had just been using it you as used body A$AP wash. Aesop as <laughs> body
1: wash. I mean, you probably smelled great for a couple days. It did smell
0: really good. Yeah, it, it was like some sort of um, I want to call it like a pine scent or something. It wasn't, but it was
1: like a cedar wood, probably or sandalwood kind of. Yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. Like which sandalwood is scent. like a
0: yeah. It was delish.
1: Yeah. Um. The other thing I was going to do, like, if I, like, don't drink as much, like, every time that my impulses be like, I have a day off tomorrow and, like, I'm tired and I just want to get, like, crush a sixer. Yeah. Like, just automatically just take the $12 and push it into Venmo.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what? And
1: then just, like, no. No. You don't get, you don't have the money anymore. Right, right. But I'm also that person who's like, I'll just spend it later on. Like, spend it anyway and put the 12 in savings or whatever. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, the whole... Um, like, taxing my vices,
0: is what I think will work. Yeah, for sure. I think it will work because part of the uh, whole habit is also the spending of the money and the going to the wine store or, you know, yeah. doing a thing. So, it you know, it'll be like a jewel versus a real cigarette where yeah. it'll scratch part of the itch, I suppose. Yeah. But then in two hours later when you're like, oh, man, the Mandalorian's really not as good as... As it is on three Celsius,
1: mm. But also <laughs> yeah. like, I wonder if the idea, like, I think like, if you're going to, if you're going to be like, I'm going to drink a bottle of wine. Do I want to get the shittiest bottle? No. What if I buy a very fancy thing? I'll spend $40 on one. I'm not going to drink it in one sitting. I might, let's be real. But yeah. if it's very good, I'll be like, I want to save it. Mm mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's not just like a fucking like slap in the bag and like sucking it down. Right.
0: Well, I have the Leslie note problem, which is uh, I will have your cheapest glass of white wine because I can't tell, tell the, the difference. difference yeah. So, it, yeah, it's neither here nor there to me. I, you know, this project for me has a lot more to do with just like mental stability and wanting mm. to like straighten my life out for once,
1: <laughs>
0: and just testing myself in in a way that I've never done. You know, mm. I don't know what it. I don't know what it will prove to me, or if I will hate it, or what. You know what I mean? It, but it's not a project of sobriety in the sense that I'm going sober and yeah. I'm turning away from drinking forever or whatever. But, yeah. but I'm not 100% sure that it won't result in that, which is what makes me curious about yeah. it. Like, I would just like to see if it improves my life or not. And almost universally, when people do this, it does. It's usually so, pretty good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, this is why, like, New York just needs to, like, just let me have like let me microdose all the time let me give me my mints in constant supply and i would love everything yeah i know you i know. wouldn't drink i'd be like i don't need that i'm fine i'm actually feeling no anxiety and i'm calm
0: you know what maybe with some of the spare time i have i will finally investigate the weed card cuz i think oh. i mentioned to you at one point yeah. i can
1: almost certainly oh you've get one. 100% i just came. i just
0: have to find the right doctor and that, and that's a thing i'm very open to too because i'm not addicted to marijuana in the same way that i'm addicted to nicotine or alcohol I can really, truly take it or leave it, and I yeah. know that about myself. So, um, yeah, I don't know. If I get the card, I'll, I can
1: I can just be just push a man. <laughs> <laughs> of one milligram mints that yeah. keep me just, like, mildly sedate and no back pain? Mm. Yeah, well. I mean, I was living while you were away. I was living my best, like, elderly white lady and taking, like, Epsom salt baths every other day with a with single glass of red wine and then just falling asleep afterwards oh like this is lovely
0: i'm really glad you don't do that when i'm around i feel like that would be really weird
1: it well it also takes like (laughs) 45 minutes to fill up the tub so i'm just like sitting here watching TV. i'm like Uh uh-huh still going still happy okay yeah it's still empty (laughs) okay so i'm gonna sit back down all right no that does sound
0: good though i mean there's nothing like having the apartment to yourself i have to
1: say I think Lovely. you you know
0: you and I get along pretty well, but it's claustrophobic to live with another person all the time. Yeah. Um. So like you're going away pretty soon too for a little while, and I'm yeah. looking forward to that because I feel like I go away more than you do. I'm not saying that to shame you or judge you, but I feel like yeah, I'm I'm away from here more. So it's a it's a super yeah. ultra rarity. I feel like once every two years.
1: I like to stay, Kate.
0: Yeah, you you like to stay, Kate. I I just have family all over the place, yeah. and I'm too guilty to tell them no. Oh, Oh, by the way, that's something we can talk about. So remember how uh, many episodes back we were talking about Ron and I was like, oh, yeah, it was after his visit here. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, Hmm. you know, he knows about the podcast, but he'll never be able to find it and listen to it. Oh, no. He was like, oh, hey, how's the podcast going? And I was like, oh, you know, it's good. We're having a lot of fun with it lately. And he's like, you know, I heard that episode. I, I have listened to it. Oh, shit. He's like, I haven't listened to all of them, but I do listen to it. I know how to find a podcast. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> you know, because I kind of went in on him on that episode. Oh, yeah, but,
1: says, uh, I actually don't remember, but okay.
0: But what was great about it is he took it all in stride. He thought it was very funny. And much to my chagrin, he complimented you. He was like, you know, at first I wasn't like that into Will, but now I really like him. He like, all the sounds he makes in the background are really funny. And I was like, man, just, just let, like, let it wash over. Left and right, right. Everybody's, everybody's complimenting you now. <sighs> That's okay. You're getting your arc. You're on your upswing. Mm. And one day I shall return with the black lightsaber. <laughs> and I will kill your baby Yoda. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a baby Yoda.
1: Um, but
0: yeah, so he found it. and I- God,
1: God, Can it. you stop bouncing the table,
0: please? Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, my fucking headphones are fucked up, too. Um,
1: Keep talking. So he knows how to lojack a fire stick, find a podcast. Like, he got some extra time on his hand just doing, to, like techie stuff on the internet oh i mean you know he's
0: a computer programmer yeah he, from the old school so that's oh. why i always assume that he doesn't exactly know about new computer things but yeah. he's also not stupid it's just yeah. that he doesn't really have the motivation i think fair and i, I always kind of knew that too like when i was joking about him not being able to find find a podcast that's just a bit i know that's yeah. not precisely true i just didn't think he would ever care enough to do
1: it oh i'm 100 um, percent sure if i said podcast my friends would be like what's a what yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah. love this. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I think our parents, your parents are a little older than mine. Though, yeah. But I think those generations are a little split on that. Like, they're either almost completely savvy or complete Luddites, you
1: know? Oh, trying to, like, do the G-chat, like, the, the computer G-chat, like, the Hangouts. Uh-huh, yeah. With my mom, I was like, okay, I'll just call you from it. Are you at the computer? Yeah. And then I'm like, boop, boop and she's like why isn't it working i'm like are you on the google she's like no I'm like you have to go to the gmail so i can just hit a button and then i'll pop up on the screen she's like wait what i'm in firefox i'm like you it doesn't matter what you're in <laughs> like just open to the okay do that and i'm like can i just get you an iphone so we can just face yeah just facetime i know it would just be faster like, it'd be easier than talking on the phone, too. Just like, hi! Is your mom, like, a like an Android old person or a flip phone She's old a Pixel. Person? Oh, okay. But, like, the Pixel's getting old. She's the first gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
0: I know. And, the, you know, there's all these workarounds. Like, you could get WhatsApp or, like, all these other FaceTime-adjacent things,
1: but explaining that is so much more difficult explaining than... Explaining how to use WhatsApp, too. I mean, yeah. she would probably just be like, it's like texting.
0: Right. Um... But, but now you have to have a second thing just to communicate with one person. I already have WhatsApp oh, for okay.
1: work, so, like, whatever. Because, um, you know, those green bubble people doing a group text. Oh, yeah. It's a travesty. I hate it. Oh. Oh.
0: It is appalling. You try to send a fun emoji or something, and it's, like, sent a with
1: fireworks.
0: Yeah. Or it's just, like, yeah, a string of... um unintelligible like blocks and triangles
1: with uh, question marks in it yeah yeah and you're like are you trying to communicate with me right <laughs> like is this what communication looks like is this borg
0: speak kind is of it? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um are those sith runes
1: you're really hung up on this rise for of everybody that saw the star Wars. yeah the knife is shaped like the runes of the death star
0: oh my god that was one of the worst
1: things how would it know who whoever forged it how would they know they,
0: they wouldn't have known it makes no sense but don't worry we'll blow right by it <sighs> it's okay it's just one scene among many that don't make any sense at all
1: i didn't even watch the star Wars, but i read about it and then was explained to it yeah yeah explain (laughs) sorry you know like the scene in the wizard of oz where the tin man gets stuck and she has to like oil can yeah yeah uh i just had to do that to my brain (laughs) so hard
0: reset you got the spinning wheel of death and you had to hold down the power button
1: (laughs) oh boy yeah, this is a freewheeling shit show. Um, yeah, this is a boring one. Yeah, how did you not? You talk to no one. You did yeah, nothing. No, I
0: did. I, well, I went to my studio today. I mean, I, I've been. Oh. I'm trying to get back on my game. We can talk about that a little bit if you yeah. want. I had things to say about it, but again, mm. my brain is cloudy from not talking to people. Mm. Well, um, but yeah. Long story short, is like I had some tentative plans uh, on on two different trajectories today, neither of which went anywhere. So I just read and then I went to my studio all day, which was fine and great. I'm like what
1: what were the options? Like um, it was it was
0: hang hang out with one friend or hang out with another friend and like both things just fell apart (laughs) for unrelated reasons. Um but so yeah, anyway. I was I was I've been back in my studio the last couple of days. I like repainted all my walls and I just Mm. like, you know, went through all the effort of re shaking hands with the whole thing, unstretched a bunch of paintings, like um I primed one and like sort of started it today which is nice that's a lot of work yeah yeah no i've gotten a lot done and this is you know part of my project for january and i've had this in my mind for the last couple of weeks starting with coming home from ohio was like i just i want to get back and focused like Mm. limit distractions try to do things i like to do which usually means i'm going to be alone a lot more (laughs) fair um but you know try to say no to people like you know i get i get pulled in as a single man I get pulled in a lot of different directions because I have a lot of friends, and they yeah. all want to hang out all the time, and I want to hang out with them all the time. But, like, that, you know, you can't do something every day if you're trying to be a studio artist and have a podcast, mm. you know? I can't, like, I have to start limiting my interactions, I think. You don't interact that much. I do, I do, I do. I do something with somebody four to five nights a week.
1: Damn. I'm a tired old person, and
0: that and that only gets harder when I'm working too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no. The entire well, uh, text thread going on today of let's do what are we doing for news? I'm like, I'm literally at work on a computer, about to lose my mind on someone. Yeah, and I cannot handle this right now. Even though I'm seeing it, I'm regarding it. I will, f- I will, f- I will find out. But right now, I'm typing furiously because I'm gonna th- literally chuck my phone out this fucking window right now. <laughs> why? Because you're annoyed by that conversation? I don't quite no, understand. No, no, no. Like other things were going on that I was yeah. like, <gasps> and then it's like, what are we doing? I'm like, and then I start twitching. This is why I always hate reply all and group text. Yeah, yeah. I am the king of the don't bother me on a group text person. Right, right. Unless I'm feeling fun that day or I'm fully bored, but usually I'm just like, no, stop. Everyone stop. Like, just figure it out and tell me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of resent group text for, this, for the same reason. I think everybody kind of does. Um, there are some people who like
1: it. It's, more of, it's better for office people.
0: Well, I think it's fun to jump into a dialogue if everybody happens to have their phone in their hand for the same 15 minutes and yes. you have like a nice fun back and forth conversation. Yes. But what often happens to me is I'm not looking at my phone and I've missed 35 messages uh-huh. and I do not give a fuck about catching up on that. Yes, correct. Uh, or you get a group text that's for a practical thing like what you're referring to mm-hmm. and if you don't have time or you're just not interested, it's just an annoyance of like people trying to plan something unsuccessfully.
1: Or it's just like, okay, just tell me like decide right 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 yeah like i don't know um which i should probably get better at i don't know i feel like the other part of new Yearisms is is the part of thing like it would be nice with new studio i just got the keys i'm like oh renewed lease on getting excited because i've been like ready to move for six months so i'm just like okay i don't want to start anything because then if i can't finish it like what's going to happen it gets packed up halfway done that's gonna never get go unwrapped and, and gonna be trash so like okay right i get to make things now so like i get to go in throw the shit on the wall like in the rack and just be like okay rip them open that'll be fun
0: yeah sure i mean uh i'm in a similar boat to you not in the sense of moving but uh for different reasons i haven't been working on paintings for a long time and the primary advantage of that the last couple of days when i've finally been in getting in the mode of working again is that I'm not sentimental about anything that I made before, oh. you know, cause when I've been setting most of this year aside for the last four or five years, I've been pretty continuously productive, but I was realizing today that that made me very precious about everything that I made because it was this like very close uh, oh. sequence of events and the continuity was really clear. Mm-hmm. And so I really liked everything and it was uh, periodically I would unstretch a painting here or there, but it was hard to like wholesale get rid of work and clear out space and like clear my brain space out yeah um because i was precious about what i'd made i was still like living in that uh energy of having yeah. made it and now that i'm like completely
1: cold so you just like marie kondo your yeah no yeah. joy
0: i did i went i went through all my paintings and i was like you know what i could unstretch any of these that i want like i don't i literally don't care i still want to take care to pack them properly and like preserve what i made it's not I like i kind of just roll them up and then hope for the best yeah, you have to do that with some things. But as much as I can, according to my ability and resources, I'm trying to like keep the work. I don't think it's bad work. It's just that I don't feel close to it anymore. Mm. And you know, some of it's four years old. It's like the idea of anybody ever wanting to see that or show that work is nah. way in the yeah, rear view mirror. Yeah, so no. why not just, who cares? Let's, let's move on with our lives.
1: I have some very nice things that I'm like, I don't want to unstretch them just because they're nice, but they're very old. Yeah but they're like just well painted and pretty. I'm like I'm like they were a thing for a time and I'm mm-hmm. like and they're also like I don't know. Like I don't want to unstretch them cuz I'm like you are good. Yeah. But well, a while back, this was maybe
0: 2 years ago, my dad was storing a lot of my paintings from school that were all rolled up yeah. from grad school and undergrad and he was like I'm not doing this anymore. Like you need <laughs> to do, you need to take care of this. Like go down in the basement and fucking get rid of these. They're in the basement. They were in his basement. Yeah.
1: I thought they were in the attic. I remember delivering them to the attic.
0: Uh, that may have been to my old house. I don't think that my dad's new house. They were in the attic.
1: It, was, it wasn't an attic. It was like a finished room.
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Some yeah. of them Some of them were up there for a time, but they had landed in the basement. Oh. You're talking about even years prior <laughs> yeah, to the event was
1: like, that I'm describing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah.
0: Um, at first, I was
1: tasked with schlepping your shit home. I was right, like, right. fine, whatever.
0: At first, they were in the attic, but um, that's actually like a livable, usable space. Yeah. And so he moved them to the graveyard in the basement mm. of mildew and wetness. Yeah, ice. I'm like, now they're all dead now. Well, they turned out all to be fine. But what I, what I was getting at was that, um, granted, it's student work, so I don't feel particularly sentimental about any of it. Mm. Um, but at the same time, you pull out a thing you don't remember, and you're like, oh, this was nice. I was on to something here, whatever. And long story short, like I think it's okay to keep that precious few yeah. items, but like one out of every fifteen. Maybe. So let's say right now you've been you were in your old studio for what, like four or five years? Five or six. Five or six years, and you probably made what? Like a total of between sixty and eighty objects.
1: Yeah, but I've ripped I've killed a bunch of those. You've
0: killed a bunch of those. So let's go on the low end and say sixty. So if yeah. you have sixty in there, and we're not counting maybe the most recent set of stuff keep keep five of those on their stretchers if they're nice enough and you can really make the choice to whether you're throwing them away or packing them or
1: whatever a lot of them i've already undone um but i think that that kind of that kind of ratio is going to be a table
0: yeah yeah that'll be nice um but that kind of ratio i think is appropriate yeah you know out of every dozen you get one egg because there, there's really yeah. only one if yeah. you're honest with yourself, and sometimes it comes down to two or three, but there's still really only one, and you just have to sit
1: there and like well, make that choice. Well, I always did the thing where like wouldn't do stuff, wouldn't do, wouldn't do anything, and then would have a staycation, then would hammer out like six in a row, and five out of six would be good, and then everything else for the rest of the year would be trash. Uh huh. And I'd be like, oh, oh, so sad. So I would just live with those for another year until I could hammer out another set, and I'm like, oh, four. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, four in a door. Right. or four in a whatever and i'd be like oh that's it like i i only work in very productive bursts and then i'm like i'm good
0: yeah well and i think it's more difficult to do a calling if you're uh thinking about things as a body of work or whatever like if it i don't even think of them that way oh, i'm just okay. like mm.
1: they just all hit it once i'm like
0: well even if you don't think of them as a series or like as a body of work the fact that they were process, made so yeah. explosively in that same thought process they yeah. they are kind of unified in a way that's different than like in my case i generally make about one or two things a month Mm. so there's a lot of time and effort put into them not necessarily even in the making of them but in the conjuring of them or the thought process so they're not necessarily so close in my mind by the time i've gotten to december the painting i made in january feels gone Mm. not gone but very distant yeah Mm. um but yeah so anyway i don't know Resetting, hmm. resetting the button feels really good, but I have to admit that, like, even just the dumb basic shit of, like, walking to the studio in the rain and, like... Oh, and wanting to do that. Being, Take you know... the bus. I did. I took the bus today, but but all I'm getting at is that the commute and, like, I don't know, sitting in a studio is kind of uncomfortable if you're not, like, super psyched and ready to work. So I was, like, yeah, just staring at a blank canvas again, but at the same time, that stuff feels kind of good. I kind of mm-hmm. forget what that motion of my mind is like. 'Cause I haven't been doing that. Yeah, I
1: don't like to be alone with my thoughts.
0: Um well the thing is I like being alone with my thoughts in my studio because it's a it's a totally different kind of process. I'm not alone with my anxiety. Mm. It's very meditative. I'm like suddenly fixated on something that's very atmospheric mm. and very hard to put my finger on. Um and it's hard to eventually pull the trigger of like making the first mark or whatever. Um oh. yeah, yeah. I think it is, unless I have a clear, solid plan, which I haven't worked in eight months so I Mm. don't Um, I'm really just trying to feel it out but Hmm. I don't know you know again like New Year's resolution talk like I am thinking about the work I want to make in a really different way too like I think not working for a long time and the kind of reading I've been doing or even like doing this podcast having conversations with people um, has got my mind working in a different way and I think the new body of work will be like very much of a piece with what I've made before but hopefully different In in really critical ways. Hmm. Like, I mean, to expand on that, like, I want want to be funnier. Not funny. I should say I want to bring humor into the work in a way that I usually don't. Um, I have different formal ideas that I want to try out that are not, like, completely distinct new techniques, you know? Yeah. I'm not trying to be eclectic or, like, do a style shakeup, but I have different ways of thinking about it that wouldn't have occurred to me if I hadn't paused, I don't think.
1: Yeah. That's fair. I mean... I think, uh, I don't know, I, I, there's something about like a weird, I don't know, there's a thing between, I don't know, there's like the idea of the return to Saturn, like at 29, when you're just like feeling everything all at once and you're very like, ah! everything gets pushed into the world, um, like all your insides go on the outside, and then there's like what happens after that, and how do you like be an actual adult or something like that, or how do you actually, after you've gone through the period of psychological tumult yeah like how do you ride the calm seas and i'm like oh well i don't know i don't i'm thinking about like 33 is like ooh, it's your jesus year what do you do in your jesus year oh yeah see that's interesting i i I don't have that's funny to me yeah so i'm like "Mm, what a gold mine no
0: i think that's actually like a good um i'm interested that you tend to narrativize things like that I don't think about it exactly that way, but I, I know what you mean. Like, um, it doesn't weigh on me very much, my age or whatever, but the same sort of sentiment of like having kind of jumbled everything up, thrown it all out there, then having a second to pause. Yeah. Um, I'm very much feeling that cause like what I think I was running into with my work earlier in the year that was dis. well, dis- you're 31, right? Yeah.
1: 31 is the worst year.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't know. 2019 was a really weird year for me. It was just weird. Like, I don't even think it was bad. But it's it, aw- it was it's tumultuous. Odd, yeah. It was uh, awkward. I
1: didn't yeah. like it. It's a year, uh, to use the famous Kylie, Kylie Jenner, for, one of the Jenners, it's like, this is my year of learning about stuff or figuring out things. It's like, I don't know, like 31 one you're just like, oh, fucking figuring out things of shit. Well, I felt like I had this simultaneous experience
0: of having... Being the most like, hmm, what do I want to say? Like having the most agency that I'd ever felt I had, like feeling the most like myself. Like, whatever other people mm. perceive me as, I felt like that came closer together with the way I feel about myself. Mm. And that's a good feeling. The inside
1: and the outsides were, like, kind of hovering closer. Right. Like, mm. the
0: like, uh, for lack of a better word, like, the persona and your real, like, substance yeah. seem to have merged in a way. I think largely, I, I, I don't know, I don't want to chalk it all up to this, but, like, doing this show helps because it's, like, a public thing that I do in private that then people come and talk to me about. And you have no choice but yeah. to respond to, like, your persona on the show as if it's real. And then it sort, of, it sort of suddenly is real. Well, it's kind of, I mean. It, it, it's per- not also like
1: it's not a put on. Well, it's no, it's not a
0: put on. But in our case, we're not entertainers. We're not comedians or something. There are no characters here. There's like a slight heightening sometimes or whatever. But it's not like, you know, we are pretty much just talking to each other. Like, why do you think this episode's so bad and boring? <laughs>
1: Because well, we got no bits. Yeah, yeah, but no that's bits. but that's yeah.
0: fine. Like, I, like, how do you do a bit? I don't even know how to do. A bit. We we can't do bits. Every time we try, it's it's pretty bad. Except for you, apparently. Everybody thinks you're very fine. Yes. Um. um but I I didn't want to get too far down the podcast, Jack. But that that was just to say that like I felt like my my inside and my oh okay. Let's take Sorry. that again. I felt like my inside and my outside uh, experience kind of merged, and that was nice. But that's also really chaotic. It like led me to do things in my life and like think ways ab- about the people in my life and my actions that were unfamiliar to me. So I felt like I was kind of falling down the stairs all year. What? But I didn't have like a tragedy to speak of. It was just that I felt like I was making a lot of mistakes because I was getting outside my comfort zone more or something i can't i can't yeah. i can't quite put my finger on it but it was bizarre it that's not weird. a bad thing i mean no.
1: i i think like embracing the like the strange circumstances of whatever can be very useful like i think of you know when i think of the experience of 2018 of being pure shit but also doing strange things that i never thought i wouldn't that are like it eye-opening about the way the world works you're just like oh oh boy like why and then once you actually like kind of shake that shit off you're just like okay sometimes you have to actually do that like with purpose and not just because it's a put on because like you know why why do anything that we do if we're not like risking something like oh i'm awkward like i don't know like because i you know i wild social anxiety Um, that i wash over with as much liquor as i can to be less comfortable like be actually comfortable right um but like you don't have to do that but you know it's still like you can just go into a thing and just be like oh no this is fun for what it is like and doing that more often with purpose is hard to do
0: Yeah, or just the purpose is the hard part. Yeah. Because it's like I I feel like I have two parts of the beginning of that equation, which is like I have the self-fulfillment or the agency – um, and then I have the new things, but i don 't know what the purpose is, and I think 20, 2019 was a really anxious year for me because I started to realize, well, well, you have to have an idea of what your future looks like If you yeah. want to have one, like, you do have to start to formulate a plan like, yeah, and it 's really that simple for me is that I, I finally realized that i 'd been coasting through my life for a long time, and that that was actually really negative for me. And that, you know, if I want 2020 to be a good year, well, like, what does that look like exactly? And not some vague sentiment of, like, you know, I want double the bread or whatever. It has nothing to do with that. It's like you have to have really specific, like, basically policy goals for yourself of, like, what do I like
1: in my life? But also you have to – the other part of it is also just, like – learning how to negotiate all of those feelings all at the same time of just be like, no, I'm worth this. Or I want to do this and I'm not going to compromise that. Fuck you. Like try to come for me. Like, can we do No. Well, or yes. Or like, I'm open to that. Won't do that. I want that. So I need this. I will. Okay, fine. Like
0: it's, that's a really astute point because I don't mean to say that you can't feel ambiguity. Or that you can't feel confused, like I I don't. I really resent the um, the logic of like go getters that are like, all you need to do is formulate a plan and like you know write everything down and pursue your goals. It's like no, 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 get wrecked. No, it's okay to not be driven purely by ambition or not be driven purely by purpose. But it is hard to juggle the simultaneity of all your feelings and say like, you know, I'm feeling confused today. But that's just today. Yeah, that's really different from feeling like I generally just feel confused all the time, or I generally just feel depressed all the time. And and when people would ask me in the past, like, "What? Well, what are you doing about that?" Be like, "Ah, "I don't know. Tonight I'll probably drink, and then tomorrow I'll probably sleep." But it's like I didn't. I don't have any plan beyond like a remedy, which is I don't know. It's probably obvious to anybody listening that I bring up the drinking example, but it's just occurring to me that that's like part of the reason I want to stop doing that is like I don't. I don't want to have these um
1: well kind of, i don't want to
0: have these default settings that i know work but are completely unproductive because it short-term. also sucks
1: like in the wintertime when you're just like i'm hung over and i slept till eleven thirty, and you're like oh there's only two hours of daylight left right right fuck my life like i don't know like you just realize like you just don't have time to waste in a day yeah definitely not because like it, it is nice like on a day off like i'm gonna wake up at 10 bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and do an activity and an errand, and yeah, not yeah. just do a life errand and just be like, oh, I'm done."
0: Well, yeah, and like normal people do three or four things a day, you yeah. know. And I find that extremely difficult. But um, I mean,
1: I'm good. I tap out at two. Yeah, I did like five today. I'll be terrible. Yeah, you, yeah. I've be been all around town. Terribly yeah. like tired tomorrow. I also don't care. Like, a, like when things need to be done, they need to be done. I just, you know. Yeah, but they. Sh- I don't think that like
0: everyday things like errands and stuff should feel like a burden. I would like to get no, to yeah. a place where I can just do that without complaint or regret, and
1: or that they're even fun. Like, I yeah, don't know. yeah. Like, I think I- a
0: lot of people live their lives like really opened or well, good. Uh, I don't want to say good people because it's not a moral no. thing, but like healthy people are able to like go to the grocery store, and that's just another experience they're having today. Yeah, it's not really a chore.
1: Yeah. Well, I like. I don't know. I like doing doing an act, like a fun, quote unquote, fun activity or just like I'm going to go to the Met. Yeah. I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to run an errand. Then I'm going to have a beer at a bar and then I'm going to by myself just like one. Well, thank you. Thank you, bartender. And then get on the train and go home. And then I'm, maybe I'll go to see studio. Maybe I'll just like time to take a nap. I don't know. Right. Like that should all happen before six o'clock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it should. Like there's something vaguely European about the idea of like oh we took in some culture we did a thing we had a lovely meal and then had a little a little tipple and then uh, and we're done. But you know
0: I I know that I'm really helped by that kind of structuring. If I wake up in the morning and say I'm going to do X Y and Z yeah. and one two and three today, if I know that when I get up in the morning and I have that I will do that and it always makes me feel better. Oh to, it's like, so much more fun. Do the things in sequence and just you know um structure in my life is what i need which like i said before for me you know i'm reticent about it because for me that ultimately ends up being a lot of alone time like i just need a lot of time because mostly what i want to do is what i did today i want to read a book i want to go to my studio i need to do my one errand thing and then i want to come home and chill yeah that's only four things in a day but like i need to lay that plan out for myself every day including days that i work and not just have this like open-ended i'll get up whenever yeah. I'll, you know that doesn't work for me because i end up doing nothing or very little
1: well i realize like i'm a little stress ball because somehow i'm very responsible in my professional day job life and i'm like what would happen if i applied that to the other part which ostensibly i'm professional at too but i'm terribly bad at like what would happen like maybe i would get more shit done like i don't know But, like, it stresses me out when, like, other people are relying on you to be the responsible one. And then, like, if you're, like, oh, I don't have to be responsible, well, I'm going to be a mess. It's, like, ugh. You don't want to vacillate between two poles like that. Yeah, it's so, making. it's a pendulum swing of, like, there's no, like, easy swing in middle ground. And I'm, like, God, can I have, like, I don't know, half a Xanax just to be, like, don't freak out, don't be a, a stress ball. Like, I don't know. Like, you can't if you live pol- like polar like that. I'm like I'm not a bartender. Like I'm not this person who's like super responsible and then woo like. Right. But I am. Yeah, yeah, fully. But like that's exhausting. You're more tired that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That's
0: that's way more energy sapping because you, so
1: you're not energized by anything in the middle, which is a problem. Right. Well, you know, I think it, I think it's a problem
0: to... I won't speak for you, but I'll speak for myself. Like, I'm very much an introverted person, like, interacting with somebody, like, right now. Even, like, doing the podcast, like, takes a little bit out of me. Oh, it's sapping. Because that kind of presence for an hour or an hour and a half is, like, exhausting. And I feel the same way about going to parties, although I love all my friends. I feel the same way about going to the studio. I feel the same way about almost everything in my life where it is energy sapping. I don't feel energized by very much. Mm, Um, so I don't know that's a thing that I would like to pay more attention to because I do know I have those things in my life but sitting here with you right
1: now I couldn't name one although I know they exist yeah like it does come from that thing of like I don't know like I find if I've been in alone time all day maybe I do want to go have social time maybe yeah maybe but if I've been social and talking to the public all day like I'm just in the mode so I'll do a thing but it's I'm also fully exhausted two hours into it and i'm like i don't know anymore man
0: oh you're just watching in video game terms you're just watching your health and your mana bar just just
1: continue to fall it's
0: just plummeting all day long
1: yeah and then i got no fairy to like be like tap tap got some magic for you bitch stand up do it again you're (laughs) like no i can't
0: i'm tired sorry god i sound so much like an aa person this episode but you do have the magic fairy and you know it's called white claw and you do have the magic fairy, and it's called a jewel. You know, like, it, I, these chemical those, things are this video game equivalent uh, yeah. because they're temporary, and they're they're bullshit, and you can just go keep finding them if you really want to.
1: Yeah, this is my blue potion.
0: Right, exactly. Well, magic. technically, it's your ruby grapefruit potion, but...
1: That's just for health. Yeah, that's the health part of it. This is the magic The bar. rest of it's the, yeah, the mana. But you need the blue. <laughs> the blue potion does both, which there is no blue potion in life, except right. for... A nap, a forty-five minute nap, and you're fine.
0: Well, not even that. I mean, you know, because there's, you know, there's rest periods in video games too. Like the, like there the, are? Yeah, sure. In certain video games, yeah.
1: Um, you need to break this into like Legend of Zelda terms for me to understand. Ah,
0: uh, okay. Well, I'm not as familiar with that as I would okay, like to be. Okay. Well. Um, but my point is, there is a blue potion in life, and it's like continued self-improvement. But unfortunately, it's not an object that you can just have. It's a thing that you have to like work, work on. on. Fuck that. And it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no, it's this double edged sort of. Now you're kind of spending more energy trying to figure out how to have regular energy.
1: Yeah, it's a goddamn nightmare. Um, no, I think like it's been a couple of years. I think I will do the float like after the new year. I think I just need to like fully just experience nothing. That's a good. That's a great mind resetter. Like that's a an actual like. Let for, me for reference. Will's talking about a sensory deprivation I love experience. Him so much yeah i think it's i don't know that level of like you know the hard reset of like hold the button down and then just nothing clarity for miles that,
0: that's interesting that you say that because I, I i would um i've never done it myself you'd probably freak out i don't think i'd freak out hmm. no uh but but i could very Im- easily imagine having an over analytic experience of it where i would treat it like a novelty and have like Some interesting insights coming out of it. But one day later, I don't think I would feel the effects of the float tank. Hmm. But it sounds like what you're describing is a sort of lasting therapeutic quality to it that sticks with you for a while.
1: Well, because it's openness and it's closeness all at the same time. Sure. It is the poles in simultaneity. Yeah, yeah. Uh Which is what makes your brain kind of go, got it. It shakes the dust off.
0: Well, I I can give you... um, an in inverse experience of this is like when I go out West and I do nature stuff with my mom, it's exactly the same thing. Um, when you're looking at out...
1: over stimuli though, uh,
0: no, it's not, no, it's not because no. there's a, there's a ton of serenity to the open space of the West yes. and like these experiences of isolation where you can palpably tell there's no one around you. It sounds like a very similar experience in a way. It just has... feels
1: small and you feel
0: big yes, at the same time. Yes. yes. It, yeah. it, it's one of those things. And I always have, um, I always have sort of vaguely, like, enlightening moments in those environments and and having those experiences, but they don't linger with me. Really? No, not really. (laughs) I mean, the the moment I get back to New York, I am back in New York. I don't feel... I I might feel sentimental or something, but Mm -hmm. I think that has more to do with my family and less to do with, like, the vistas or the the grandeur. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I... I I I have a hard time with that. I don't have a lot of lasting experiences except for intellectual ones. Mm. That's that's what really works for me is like I will stew on a book oh, for years as evidenced weird. by my, you know, continued obsession with like David Foster Wallace yeah. or like Marx this year. Like I, I, I can't get those ideas out of my head and I keep turning them over and turning them over. That's where I find, um, I don't know, lasting value is through thinking not through not thinking.
1: Oh, I love not thinking. Like a purposeful not thinking. Or yeah, purposeful yeah. lack like
0: I want to be of, I want to be clear real quick that I I didn't mean that judgmentally. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't I'm, think I'm it's not, a question I, I also, of what is well, better. Yeah, or I don't
1: want to like I I would lo- also like to clarify I'm not a complete dumbass, <laughs> but I do want to be like there's something about slipping into the void of nothing that is not the nothing of pop culture and cheetos and shit because like i live on snacks let's be real that's that is my diet but slipping into the real mental void of can't experience anything and then you get into the truly neural space of like i don't know there's just electrons firing because there's nothing else yeah yeah there's no stimuli
0: well that you know that that's that's that's
1: not a part that i'm in touch with
0: well yeah that's a thing people achieve through meditation Uh, not in touch right through through many other through many other ways but the point is that um when we're talking about this kind of non-thinking it's very substantial whereas the non-thinking of watching the mandalorian is truly just
1: cheetos yeah mental cheetos mental cheetos yeah episode title oh mental cheetos i don't even like cheetos they're disgusting really you don't like any cheetos at all no i don't want to
0: get too sidetracked by this but that's a shocking admission coming from someone like you
1: I like my snacks to be a very particular kind of snack.
0: Mm-hmm. They have to cost a minimum of like $6.50? 3 dollars
1: Okay. I'll, I'll fuck with a kettle chip.
0: Oh, but the, all I was getting at was that I knew there was going to be a slightly fuck bougie it. angle to it.
1: I don't like all those hydrogenated oils. I don't oh, like okay, it. I don't okay. know. There's something. I don't like the greasy feeling. I don't like feeling greasy.
0: Yeah, well, you probably just don't like having the orange dust on your hands. No, no, you know it's the, the the lingering disgusting. feeling in your mouth, like there's toothpaste in it, Ugh. but it tastes like orange.
1: Gross. Yeah, absolutely disgusting. But anyway, back back to mental vacuums. Um, no, I think there's something really. I don't know. Like it's so hard. Ho- like it's so hard to turn your brain off. That's so why, like, I love reading fiction, but like, I also Hoover that shit cause I just want it. And, but it's also like, I'm outside of my world currently, sure. which is lovely, but I Hoover it. I don't think about it. I just like, I'm in it. And then God damn, Man, you're having a really hard time with the mic tonight. you hit I, it like, 10 I'm, I'm leaning back and I'm gesticulating wildly. Um, but like, yeah, like I like to dip out of reality on purpose. But it's hard to do that, like, as a practice of everyday life. Unless you make it one. Yeah. I'm not that person.
0: Reading, for me, is very much that kind of practice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I know what you mean. And, and, you know, like, fiction writing is a good example. Or you could even say the same thing about really good TV um, or really good movies where, like, Mm. no, no, there is. I mean, it's not to say that watching and reading aren't very distinct experiences. They are. But, like, there are certain kinds of media that you can consume that are sort of in between the non-thinking state and the thinking state, where you get to have your, your little bit of escapism, but you also get a little bit of brain food. That's, for what, me, that's the, what
1: painting is supposed to be for me, but like, it's well, not, it hasn't been. A, painting
0: you know? is another good example, actually. It's one of these 50-50 experiences yeah. where it's like sort of meditative and it's sort of intellectual. I mean, that's yeah. what the arts are, I think, basically.
1: But like, this is why like I'll spend some time with who's... Uh... Sorry, I'm getting real dumb. Veer Hirokes, I'm like, hi. But it's like, hi, old friend. But, like, if you actually go and just look at it because you're tired or whatever and the coffee hasn't kicked in, it's actually, like, it'll fuck you up.
0: Well, you know, David Reed um, has said in interviews and I think in some of his writings that when he was a young person, he used to, like, to go to museums and purposely not eat for, like, a whole day.
1: Oh, yeah. If you're hangry and walking through something, you will feel so much more. Or like you
0: said about not having coffee, that's a much simpler example where I have that experience Uh, that experience rather at museums a lot because it's one of these things where I wake up at 10 on a day off and I go, I have to go to the MoMA today because I told myself I was going to do that and I drag myself out of the house earlier than I ever normally would Uh just to get there on time and I'm a little bit tired. Maybe I've had one coffee. Maybe I've had none and I know exactly what you mean where you can have a real pure experience with a painting because you haven't had your chemicals. Mm -hmm. You're not really paying attention to the world around you. You're just coming into it and yeah. all of a sudden, you're just there with a thing kind of for the first time. Yeah. Even though you know Via Heroicus Sublimis from a million images, even though you've been in front of it a million times, you're
1: actually seeing it fresh. I have this happen at the Met with the Pollocks. I have that happen and with Pollock like, a lot, man. But I'm not that person. I'm not that person to have that experience. But like, if I'm like, I didn't get a bagel on the way here. Uh, like, or if I'm like... It's also good to go a little hungover, but early. So yeah, you're just yeah. like still feeling it. You're just like, you're you in a mental fog and then something all of a sudden you're, just, I can't snap my fingers, but insert it. I don't have it on the soundboard. Yeah. Um, like something snaps into something and you're just like lost it and you're like. OK.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have that experience with Pollock a lot, too. And I mean, what you were referring to before is that I'm like a fan of Pollock. So, of course I would. Yeah. But I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think the reason that we're talking about two abstract expressionist artists is because that I think this was their You're intention. You're just bringing all of your shit to it. Well, you, whether you like it or I not. I think what they were shooting for was a kind of universality where you kind of shouldn't bring anything to it. And we live in a different environment than they did. And so, like, you know, their earnestness and all their rhetoric. All shit, it, yeah You can, like, set all of that aside. But when you are not overstimulated or you're just in the right moment, like, that's the ideal viewing for that type of painting. Yeah. And you, it hits s- harder, you yeah. start to understand what those paintings are actually about, which is just sensory experience without language that is somehow tangible. Yeah. It's not telling you nothing.
1: This is why you can't like go to the lower east side like a little like hangry and then just hope for the best because no. you're like the present is so present that you're like I I can't. Well, most contemporary art in in all of its forms is
0: asking a lot of you, and not giving you as much as it's asking. Yeah, like, I think that's the the perpetual problem with contemporary art right now is that everything is so steeped in reference, um, and politics and just the world. It's all this mirror and what i really admire about like an abstract expressionist painting is that that is not trying to mirror anything about the world to you. That is a thing in, in and, and of, of itself. itself. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, i mean that's that well that was the point. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, i the feeling of okay, so in LA Mocha, there was a really did you go?
0: I've been before but not the last time Okay. I
1: there. So they had this really wonderful room of Rothkos.
0: Yes, i'm familiar. I don't know. It was, re- I, don't know. I don't know. Oh, it maybe, maybe it was, re- new, but I, I don't know. But they have a great collection of Rothko's. They're in beautiful
1: condition. Oh, they're sick. When you are so jet lagged, but like reverse jet lagged, and but you've buttoned up since four in the morning, but it's only two, and you're like, huh? you sit in that room and you're like, oh, I don't know. It's going okay. I sat down. Yeah. I don't that's sit awesome. down. I don't sit down at things, but I like popped a squat. I was physically just like, There was nothing in my brain physically depleted and just was like, oh, yeah, I feel it. I get it. Oh, for sure. was like, what? Like, who am I? And then I just like walked and then took a candy and I was happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I've had some really bizarre experiences with Rothko's where if and I'm talking like purely experientially, let's set aside any like emotional or intellectual thing for a second, although that's a component of this experience, too um where if you just really look at one and you keep looking at it for long enough <laughs> they turn into monochromes. Oh, I, has this ever happened to you where like like the No,
1: the th- the things start to float and do weird the, 3D shit and I'm like, "Oh." Uh, yes, the, they
0: they also do that where these forms literally start moving. They're hallucinatory. Is, oh, is yeah, what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah. No, and I'm like this happens to me with Pollux, too actually. I can start to see them almost like tessellating. It, it really has the um
1: the strings like do that
0: like weird like they start to slide over each other. Oh, I just see forth.
1: them in the layers. Like they just like go into like a shitty like guy that shows in Casman at Casman with the uh, like mirrors on top of mirrors. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, where it's just like whoop, Doctor Strange style. And right, like, right. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm I'm talking about similar things. I mean, I'm sure it's subjective for individuals, yeah. and and also it's really hard to describe because again, hallucinatory is the only way I can describe yeah. it. Like there's effects that start to happen that are very real, but then you'll have a moment of like, Oh, you know, you'll sink into the painting and then you'll think, Oh, I really want my bagel. And then all of a sudden you'll look at it again and it's suddenly sharp. Yeah. And like back to the image of it. It's not what it was doing. Yeah. I've had that experience with abstract expressionism a lot and I, and I don't, yeah, it's weird that you had that too. Um, I, I basically think that would be a more common thing if people stopped to look at paintings anymore. But it really does require like sitting there at least for a minute or two.
1: Or just, I don't know. It's it's like at the, I think it's partially also you're at the end of your wits and you're just like, huh? got it. Yeah. I mean, it's a devotional experience in a
0: way. Like l- you are empty and you're willing to accept Jesus into your heart. <laughs> yeah, <kind> it's it's <laughs> seriously like that. Yeah. In this case, Jesus just happens to be a cadre of drunk white men. Kind of, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> boy.
1: I mean, and then you accept a Shake Shack into your life, and you're like, if you try to go reseat, you're like, oh yeah, not as good. It's this never is terrible. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah,
0: You're like, what was I thinking before? Moron. Yeah. What the d-
1: stupid piece of shit. No. Um, oh,
0: this sweet, sweet trash food is just turning my brain off, and I love it. But,
1: yeah. I. Yeah. Listen, they put that. They put a Taco Bell. On the Upper East Side, on Lexington Avenue.
0: Of course you know where the Upper East Side Taco Bell is. Honestly, I feel like if there was a religion, that's your church.
1: Well, no, I went to church. <laughs> I went to actual church. I went to, not actual church, but Art I went church. to the Met yeah. on Easter. And then was like, oh, there's a Taco Bell. Am I going to, This is this going to be my communion right now? The Wrap of Christ? <laughs> like... Amen. Uh, oh, man, yeah. You never did communion, so you don't...
0: I did communion when I went to friends' church things. Oh.
1: Did you ever put it, have them put it on your tongue or were you your hand
0: person? I think I had to have it handed to me because I wasn't in the church. Oh. Isn't that how that goes? No. You can just... They Sometimes they just do that. Sometimes they don't. Old people just go, ah. Oh, okay. And you're like... I, you know, I may have done that. I was just always following everybody else's lead because I didn't know what the protocol was. Mm-hmm. I, I do remember though that I loved the taste of those wafers. I loved the taste and the texture of the like styrofoam,
1: the styrofoam wafer. Yeah, Oof. I loved it. Oh, there was a candy made like a vintage candy that surged back in the nineties. There's uh, like spaceship candy, uh huh, where was, like two of those Jesus discs but puffed air in the middle, ooh, with like a sour dust. So as it dissolved in your tongue you got a sour dust in Ooh, it. Ooh, it was like a Jesus sour patch kid.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, it was great. Oh my god, that's like yeah, as a kid that would have been my two favorite things combined. It, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was. I would go to the sweet factory and be like, "Mommy, can we have the spaceship candy?" She'd be like, "They're they weigh nothing." Yeah, fuck it up. Sure, take 'em. Yeah. <laughs> huh. mm. Okay, is that enough for you? We're we're, we're well over anything. time. We
0: can stop. Unless do it's something any... super good or super important, I think we I should
1: stop. I don't think we do. I, no, my back is starting to kill me right yeah, now. Yeah, it's okay. We're going to record again soon,
0: so. Oh, yeah. Don't fret. That actually I, turned out to be a pretty good episode, I think. Do I have a
1: kazoo sound on the soundboard for 20 minutes? Yeah, why don't
0: you close it out on the soundboard for our last recording of this godforsaken year?
1: Mm. Oh, I wish I...
0: Do you have, like, a drop from the Pollock movie where he's being dragged up the stairs yelling, Picasso!
1: Picasso fucking sucks! No, I think this one sums up twenty nineteen the most. Benny Hill. The only Yeah. Shit show, everything's moving too fast, and it's kind of the full one. That was twenty (laughs) nineteen.